grab a can of Coke, put those elbows on the counter, and take a bite out of that greasy, cheesy slice of za. You're listening to the Dollar Slice Podcast, where the kind NYC fam gets together and talk about the things we nerd out about and we love. Uh, I am Kyle Stevenson, your host, uh, aka Who Dat Ninja seventy three, alongside Mike Toundro at Mix Toundro on Twitter and Kelsey Lynn Lewis at Kelsey Lynn ten thirty one. Holy shit, guys! First take. I haven't done this all summer. Man, that felt good. And you added a little razzle dazzle. I, I like did. it. A little rhythm I to did. it. When, when I'm not like dying, like I feel more energetic. It's funny fake how that works. Baby. There it is. There it is. Uh, I thought you said fake it till you make a baby. I was like, no. that's it. <laughs> what? That's I mean, it and make it. <laughs> oh. I mean, if you fake it, I think a baby is impossible. Correct. It's true. Huh. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, for, I, I want to start off with uh, real quick. Thanks to uh, Jess and Andrew for filling in last episode. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> full disclosure: I haven't listened yet, but I can't wait to because you two are amazing, and I know you killed it. Kelsey said you killed it. She said it was quite the episode. And Mike has a bone to pick about the uh, the pizza. Yeah, she couldn't remember the main pizza shop, which we named this pizza uh, this this pizza this podcast after. <laughs> Fucking really? two bros. She couldn't think of that. <clears throat> oh, no. But also, I think she got ripped off because she got two slices and a soda for five bucks when oh. we passed a sign that said two slices and a soda for three. No, that's th- the classic. Like, two slices of can of Coke for three. For three. St. Mark's. Gotta go St. Mark's. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. You, go, you, you hit the McDonald's right there first. Then you go around the corner. You go get street sunglasses. You go look at the sunglasses. They're really cheap. Especially like at nine o'clock at night when it gets to sundown, they start discounting them because they just want to get rid of the sunglasses. You wear your sunglasses at night. Oh, you always do. Then you hit up uh, a smoke shop if you want to, if that's your if that's your thing. And then my personal favorite, not like I smoke or anything, but the smoke shop right before Addiction NYC, which is my one of my favorite tattoo shops. You go to the smoke shop in there, go in the back, say hello to Pito, my boy Pito. <laughs> then you get out of there. And then back in the day, you go down a little more, you go to St. Mark's Comics, but that doesn't exist anymore. But right before St. Mark's Comics, two bros pizza, two slices and a can of Coke, $3. Who are you? so serious. Who are you right now, Mike? And where is the Mike that I know? You have a smoke shop guy? What's going on? No, no. Pito. Pito's my tattoo artist. Oh, I thought we were in the smoke shop asking for Pito. No, no, no. Okay. You don't understand. It's the same shop. Oh. (laughs) Got it. The laugh and your tone makes me think that you don't think I'm serious. I am very serious. No, I I, I understand now. <laughs> cool. Like okay. he said this all with such a stoic look on his face. <laughs> I'm just imagining Mike at a smoke shop. I was like, wait, no, that's yeah. not. That's not Mike. There have been charges on my card <laughs> that have addiction smoke shop or whatever because to pay for tattoos you have to do it at the smoke shop. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. That seems a little sketchy. It's like Mark's. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. I'll give you that one. Uh, how are you two doing? It's been a while since I've gotten a chat with either of you. I mean, I'm existing. Yeah. Fucking tired. I yeah. started keto two weeks ago. Oh, and, God. Like, I really want some tortellini. And I've yeah. been marathoning recording. This is like yeah. my sixth night in this studio at like 11 o'clock. Getting close, and, though, right? It is fully recorded. Nice. So all all instruments and voices and all that jazz are uh, recorded. I'm waiting on guest vocals for one song. Mm-hmm. 
I believe everything is mixed this weekend. I'm going to listen to all the songs, see if I'm happy with them. If I am happy with them, I will master it between Monday and Tuesday, listen again, and then by the end of next week, it should be complete. Woo! Very nice. I, yeah. how, how do you feel, Mike? Because this is, this is incredible. You hit your Kickstarter. You're so close to being done. It's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Because, like, not to get real so early in this podcast and at sure. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, this had, I started writing this, I guess like the first song was written four years ago in a hospital room with life support, uh, machinery all around me. Um, and a lot of these songs have been hanging over my head and hanging onto my shoulders, weighing me down for so fucking long that they just be kind of, kind of just became a part of me. Yeah. Um, so like I tweeted this last night, but like hearing that song that I wrote in that hospital room like complete and screaming at me through the speakers all at once just like full fidelity or whatever mm -hmm. it like legitimately made me like break down in tears because I couldn't believe that I was actually listening to something that I created that was like so raw mm -hmm. um, and every song has been like that so far especially because like the original plan for this thing was supposed to just be acoustic guitar and vocals and it turned into me playing Guitar, bass, electric guitar, lead guitar, drums, vocals, all vocal harmonies, gang vocals, all this kind of shit mm -hmm. that turned into this. Um, the the joke on Twitter I make sometimes is that I, R Wings is an imaginary band because it sounds like a fucking band. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I mean, long story short, too long, don't read version. Yeah, it feels fucking weird and wild, and I'm still in shock that the Kickstarter is like almost doubled at this point. It's only two weeks in. And anybody listening who has contributed, thank you so, 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 so fucking much. Like, it blew my mind that we reached the goal so goddamn quickly and let alone double it. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, let me hit that thousand because I want to make this hip-hop album. Yeah. God, <laughs> I love going on Twitter and seeing you uh, tweet to 50 Cent. It is We're the close. new favorite thing. We're close. <laughs> we'll make contact one of these days. That's awesome. It's like an alien. Yeah, fifty cent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll make. Uh, yeah, I'm super proud of you, Mike. I can't wait to hear Thanks. the whole thing. Yeah, um, I'm so. I think that's the most exciting part. I'm excited to finally like show it off. Yeah. A select few people heard some stuff. Obviously, Kelsey heard some stuff. And, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> no, the the feedback so far has been like mind blowing as well. So nice. Um, yeah. and, and, and Kelsey Keto, you are brave. I tried that and I got Thanks. real sick. I did not last well, more like than three days. Yeah, you get real sick the first like couple days, but once you power through, mm -hmm. um, I didn't get like no stomach issues or anything. I just had a really bad migraine the yeah. second, third, fourth. I don't know, one mm -hmm. of those days. Um, but I'm down twelve point two pounds. Nice, congratulations! Yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah, I miss. Uh, I really miss sugar. Mm. Uh, I really miss tortellini and pasta in general, but. Mike's coworker is a like king of the keto oh, and nice. he okay. like sent me some pasta ideas. So there's yeah. a replacement pasta that no, what just is, what up. is, what are the types of foods that you eat on the keto again? Uh, no carb, mm -hmm. obviously no sugar. Cause that's in carb, uh, high fat and a decent amount of protein. All right. Well, um, what's, what's your favorite thing on this diet? diet? Cause I usually don't do diets because I don't stick with them. Cauliflower. 
Really? I hate cauliflower. I love cauliflower, but also like cheese. I love cheese. Mm. Oh, you got me there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's high with the fat, I mm-hmm. think. So uh, that I've been eating a lot of shrimp because like I've gotten to the point where I'm over chicken and I'm o- mm. I'm only two weeks in and like. I've, I guess I've just had so much chicken and bacon together. I just, I want no more chicken for now. Um, I get that. Yeah. But I can have bacon. I've been sauteing up random foods like mushrooms and spinach. Um, the other day I made chicken stuffed with spinach and cheddar cheese. Oh. Yeah, it was really good. They're nice. like little towers of chicken because I got tenderloins instead of thin breasts. Oops. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I'm struggling. I'm struggling to meet my fats and my proteins, but I'll get there. Just yeah. eat a stick of butter. Oh God, Balladine it. Yes. Without using without using the awful verbiage that she uses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good uh, asterisk. It, yeah. When when I uh, <laughs> when I tried keto, I had the stomach stuff. So, yeah. like, I was doubled over in pain. I could barely move. I had to end it because I can't teach while I'm in, in, in pain. So it sucked. I, I think what helped me was that I I weaned myself yeah. onto it instead of just, like, jumping right into cutting off sugar, like, yeah. one day. Like, I I slowly weaned off sugar, slowly weaned off carbs. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I'm not as strong-willed as you are and as many people are i i need some sugar yeah i need it that well, I mean, was my downfall oh yeah oh yeah the good thing <laughs> is i've been able to like compensate with uh with a diet coke or whatever um and also i just found yesterday yesterday i think at uh walmart they have slim fast keto fat bombs that taste just like reese's peanut butter cups is oh the God. actual product called Fat Bombs? It's PH. yeah, it's it's Slim Fast Keto, um, oh, okay. and then just those like they have a caramel and the, a caramel cup and a peanut butter cup, oh, okay. and they're called Fat Bombs because there there's a lot of fat in them, mm-hmm. which is good. And they explode. Poof. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, how how much longer are you going to be on it? Um. I mean, until she hits the fucking grave. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I'd like to hit my hit my goal weight. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, if I if I get close, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Like, I I know I'm not going to do it forever, and I know like a lot of people are. You know, once you get off it, you you know you gain all the weight back, mm-hmm. but. Everyone else is also like, you got to get off it smart. You can't just jump right into a, you know, smack your face into a loaf of bread. <laughs> Please do, though. Yeah. A- and Mike, you have to videotape it. Just smack her smacking your face into a loaf of bread. Yeah, always. Yeah, it should be like those, sure. the, the cat bread videos, like the cats that poke their heads through the, the bread. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I don't know. Like, I'd, I'd like to get down to my goal weight, but mm-hmm. yeah. And you can help Kelsey by backing her keto diet on Kickstarter. Ooh, there you that's go. not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go wait. <laughs> Smack my head on the mic. 
Um, yeah, so uh, before we get into um, what the main part of this episode is, you two went to play NYC, which Ooh. is a bunch of really cool indie games you got to check out, which I'm super jealous of. I can't wait to go next year. Um, let's just talk about what we've been playing or watching. Um, I'll go first. I haven't really been yeah. playing a whole lot. Um, I'm playing. I'm still playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Um, it's it hurts me to say I'm not in love with it. I am right there with you. I'm. It's it's. I don't want to say it's a chore to play, but it's something that I wanted more out of, and I think it. It kind of. Um, what sort I'm looking for punishes you for not using the t- like for changing up the team a whole lot. Mm. I always like to change up my team every single time I change a level or something, and with the characters not leveling up with the level you're at, uh, it just makes it super hard and cumbersome. And I don't like to grind, especially like those types of games. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of bummed out about about it. I don't know if I'm gonna finish it because I have Fire Emblems. And I haven't touched it yet, and I want to play it so badly. But I, I need to be not so exhausted from work, working 12 hours a day to play it. Um, yeah, because yeah, that takes a lot of mental Yeah, capacity. for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's really the only game I've really been playing. I And again, I play like these mindless mobile games on my phone, just because they're like I can do in 30 seconds while I'm on break, and then yeah. see you later, bye. Um, I do want to shout out though. I've watched Glow season three. Oh, we haven't yet. Oh, it's so no good. spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it it went from as a wrestling fan, it's like, oh yeah, I get to see this like drama about wrestling, and it just evolved into so much more. I think season three has very little wrestling in it, um, but man, that show does a great job with developing characters, and every single person on that show just nails it out of the park. And I'm so impressed with this season. I can't wait for you two to watch it because it is so good. And uh, shout out to Allison Bree. She directed an episode this season. Oh, and wow. that's my favorite oh, cool. episode of the season. Oh, good um, Yeah, it's really, really well done. And the whole 80s style of it, of being in Vegas, it's awesome. And I can't wait to see what season four is going to be about. Um, yeah, I just I can't say enough good things about Glow. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's very easily binged. Yeah, it's half fantastic. hour episodes. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. That's how every uh, show should be. Yeah. Uh, what have you guys been playing or watching? I'll go first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess the first like easy, quick thing for watching, uh, Legion just wrapped up. Series oh. finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys haven't watched Legion, please watch Legion. It is the best live action or the best adaptation of X-Men that has been on screen. Uh, better than Logan. I'm putting that out there. Ooh. Uh, it's Noah Hawley is a fucking madman and a mastermind. Um, he is the showrunner. Uh, he also did Fargo, uh, or he, I guess he's currently doing Fargo, um, which is another brilliant show. And he is in talks to do Doctor Doom for MCU. Oh, which sweet. I would fucking die if that comes into uh-huh. fruition. Uh, that was kind of in the works before the Fox disney merger thing so hopefully that's still uh, apparently he's had conversations with feige nice. um but man legion is just so fucking brilliant i cannot recommend it enough all three seasons should be on hulu now um it's it's just wow you know, i i only thought it's been like two seasons 
No, three seasons. Three. And yeah, wow. three wrapped up this week. Man, okay. it's just, it's so good. Um, Aubrey Plaza is still in that show, right? Yes, she's in yeah. it. She's insane in it. I've heard, every, I've all heard the many good so things. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, it's such a weird show and it's shot so beautifully and. Man, I like I. There's so much I want to say, but like saying the smallest thing like gives something yeah, away. It's like sure. one of those. Yeah, it's honestly like we'll go down to history as like one of my favorite shows ever, or pieces of like visual media. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as games go, I played. Yeah, I've been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I'm not in love with it, but I, I like I had fun with it for a while. But I'm starting to get over like that honeymoon phase. Um, yeah, I. I just got past the Doctor Strange Dormammu fight, and now like I'm I'm Dormammu. in the Inhuman section, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit about the Inhumans, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I want to continue. And yeah, like you said, it just kind of feels like a chore at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I'm also like, kind of bummed with some of the characters they left off. Like yeah. I get they have DLC stuff, but like, why is Cyclops not a playable character from the start? I know, especially because that's supposed to be free DLC coming yeah. soon. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a bummer. Um, like th- they show one of my favorite X Men, Colossus, and I, you're telling me I can't I play as him. Come on now. A part of me does want to just get through it and finish it. And this is the thing. Like it's a solid like seven game. Yeah. Like it's it's good. Like it's yeah. fun when you're like into it and you want like that mindless thing. But it can be unnecessarily punishing for yeah. no reason. Like the the Doctor Strange fight took me fucking forever for some reason. Like I could obviously I could have lowered the difficulty, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, the fight that took me forever was Ultron. Took me oh, a long time yeah. to to figure that one out. Because again, weird. I was using the wrong characters because I kept switching them right. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really want to finish it because the first DLC has Moon Knight in it. I really want to play as Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. But um, it, are the DLCs just characters, or there's some story stuff to them? I don't know. Oh, okay. I hope there's some story. Yeah, same. If, if it's only characters, I'm not going to jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I play two things that have been on my list forever. Um, the first one's Luna, which is, I forgot her name. I think Robin Hunnicky. Uh She was on a, a KF podcast a long time ago. Um She's a, a developer who worked on Journey, uh, and she was pimping her new game, Luna, uh, which at the time was only PC and VR. Um, it had a somewhat stealth release on PlayStation back in June, and I totally missed out on it. So I picked that up, and uh, I was a little disappointed in it. It's okay. not super great. Um, Is it like Journey? It tries to be. Okay. So... As far as, like, story goes, it's trying to tell, like, a very heartfelt story with a message, which is obviously fine, and we all love that. But it's very on the nose and very obvious in what it's trying to directly tell you. Mm -hmm. And I wish it was just a little more subtle with, like, some of its writing. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, shoved in your face. Like, hey, this is why you're playing the game. Yeah. Um, So, like, more of a, like, a Celeste approach. Yeah. Or even, yeah, more of a Celeste approach, more of a journey approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, Side note, that was the other thing. I, I Platinum Celeste. Yay. Yeah. Uh, chapter 9, baby, coming soon. Um, and then it it also just wasn't fun to play. Like, it was fucking aggravating to play. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, like I mentioned, it does have a VR element, but I played it outside VR. So there's, like, I want to say, like, three different parts of five stages. Like, there's five dioramas that you go through, like, five levels. 
you first start a diorama by uh, essentially like a tree grows and you have to it's kind of like a call and response game like your little bird will sing a note and a little bell on the tree will ring then you have to move your cursor to ring that bell and then he'll ring two bells and you have to ring two three four mm. so on and so forth until it opens up a seat in the middle you go in the middle you open up, you go into the seat that opens up and it turns into this really annoying and mindless and just like a time killer of a connect the dots game Oh wow! And you okay. have to do you have to do five connect the dots puzzles for per five dioramas. So, what twenty five total? Oh, which and it's just slow and annoying. Yeah. And then you go into the diorama, and then it turns into kind of like a sort of like a Stardew Valley ish kind of thing. But like you just have to plant seeds and plant plants mm-hmm. until you bring color back in the world, which is fine. But like they don't tell you what to do or like how to do it or where to go or anything like that. So. I just kept planting random plants until like the world lit up mm-hmm. and then it triggers a cutscene and then you get a trophy and then you move on to the next one and you repeat that four more times. Wow. Yeah. It was a bummer. The one yeah. positive thing I can say about it, it, it looks beautiful. Okay. It, it has like a, it kind of looks like tearaway that kind of like paper art style, which I love. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, it's gorgeous. But for, I think it was like a $20, $20 or $15 game. Mm-hmm. Nah. It was a bummer, um, but a quick platinum. I got the okay. platinum. Um, the next thing, which kind of similar, except I actually liked it, um, was Sea of Solitude. I finally got oh, to play. Oh, nice. That's on my um, list. Yeah, it's really cool. It was a good time. Um, it's a fucking gorgeous game. Uh, just like the how dark it goes uh, to contrast to how light it gets yeah. and how colorful it is beautiful i love the monster designs i love the main character's design um the actual game but like obviously it is a game with a message also like as opposed to luna this game is like a little more subtle and it tells you the message through its actual plot storytelling and what you're Mm -hmm. doing in the game similar to something like celeste um it's short only like three or four hours i think um i do want to go back and wrap up some of the collectibles for the platinum um the one thing i do have against it is uh i wasn't crazy about some of the writing and some of the voice acting um it was a little cheesy and weird and just like and i i don't mean to sound like a prick but uh it it just must be where she's from just like her the main character's accent i kept hearing uh tommy was Oh really? And I I couldn't get that out of my mind. Just some of the like, some of the way like some of the delivery and on certain words and like some of the you know emphasis on some words. It just sounded very Tommy Wiseau, and it kind of threw me off. Okay. Um, that's my only complaint. It's just some of the the voice acting, some of the voice mixing, and some of like the delivery and writing was a little a little on the weaker side. But mm-hmm. the story nonetheless is still beautiful, and it was a it was a fun like action sort of platformer. Um, I guess okay. puzzle, puzzle platformer is not a lot of action. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's a little steep for 20 bucks, but sure. if you see it on sale, I definitely recommend grabbing it. Yeah. Um, and then the the final, final thing, which like it kind of ties into playing OIC, but not really. Um, there's a game I've been following for a very long time called Draw Dog. Uh, that was the, the code name. Um, 
I believe it was yeah, it must have been yesterday. Yeah, yesterday they rebranded and had their coming out party. Um and the game is officially called Chicory a Colorful Tale. Um and we were lucky enough to receive uh an early access demo like that they're giving out to press and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Uh I got to play the demo today. Um and man, I am already in love with this game. And it's already one of my most anticipated games. Now, you were saying uh, before we started recording, this is a Kyle-ass game. Why? This is a Kyle-ass game. Uh, a few reasons. One, Lena Rain is directly involved in it, and Lena Rain did the score for Celeste, and I can Done. confirm in. the music already in this, like, half-hour, 45-minute demo is incredible. Sweet. Um, it's very... It has, like, Zelda, like, 2D Zelda vibes. Mm-hmm. Where you are traveling this like top down 2D world and going into dungeons and like solving environmental puzzles and just like basic things like that. Um, the art style itself is absolutely beautiful. Um, so the point of the game is like you play a little as a little dog. Um, there are these kind of rulers of the land. They talk about like a whole legacy of these rulers that have brought color on into the world. And the current ruler, um, like you're cleaning around the the game opens or the demo opens you're like cleaning your room or you're cleaning around the house and all of a sudden you hear a bang and all the color in the world is stripped out and it turns into a very colorful world or from a very colorful world to just a black and white uh sketch drawing and you're like oh my god what happened and you go try to find the ruler the ruler's not there but her paintbrush is there so i was playing with just mouse and keyboard you're you're moving around with the arrows and with your mouse you could click and paint the world back uh, and use the scroll bar on the mouse for um, to pick your different colors, so you could just kind of paint whatever you want. So the whole point is that you're trying to find this ruler, or you know, the the queen, or whatever, to see what the hell happened and why what happened to her and why did all the color leave the world. Um, so yeah, the point of the game. So what I was playing was yeah, you get out. It's like a somewhat open 2D world, um, very cute characters um really fun like dialogue and interactions uh all the characters the game opens up by asking what your favorite food is i just said french fries for the hell of it or fries because there wasn't that much space yeah uh it turns out every character in the game is named after a food so my name was fries that's amazing for the demo super cute touch so yeah there was like blackberry and carrot and all these like really cute so gwyneth paltrow's kids yeah yeah (laughs) um Came across one little side quest where, like, somebody was very upset and distraught that the house, his house lost color. So you had to, like, sit there and, like, paint it. And he's like, oh, actually, I don't like that color. And they, it's kind of like a tutorial, like, how to erase and color and, like, so on and so forth. Um, and then, yeah, once you get more into it, you get some of those Zelda vibes of, like, environmental puzzles and, like, how to get from one screen to the other. And the demo ends by you going to a dungeon and talking to uh, one of the former rulers who's trying to help you figure out what the hell is going on and she gets consumed by this darkness and then the world kind of turns negative and it's just like i may, probably just because it was mouse and keyboard because i suck with mouse and keyboard it was a very challenging random boss fight and it was really fun and really like exhilarating mm-hmm. um it's just like a giant eyeball that you had to like paint in the eyeball and then he splits off into like eight eyeballs that are like circling you and shooting you and you have to paints with your mouse at like right after they shoot so they become vulnerable and kind of take them out one at a time um i don't know it was i'm just kind of rambling now but it was really 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 cool uh yeah. this is something i've had my eye on for 
I guess months now, and it's cool that they have this like big coming out party and they launched their Kickstarter and the Kickstarter is already funded, which is massive. Yeah, I, I pulled up the uh, their Twitter account <laughs> while you were talking about it, and they're yeah the uh, I guess the trailer that they launched with the Kickstarter yesterday, and this game looks awesome. It look, dude, it's, it, it's, I, it's pretty much like a, a an adult coloring book. Yeah, that you that you have to fill in and help solve puzzles and get this little adorable dog with a paintbrush through obstacles. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm in. This looks great. Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe the art style is that yeah, it's a coloring book. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's, it, any yeah. does it say like certain systems or anything platforms? Right now, they just put up a, a update once it got funded. Um they're focusing on PC and Mac. Yeah. Uh, but they said, you know, they, they want to obviously take their time and like not have to stress about yeah. They're They're not doing stress goal, uh, stress goals. <laughs> they're not doing <laughs> stretch goals because they want to like ensure that everybody is like chill and healthy sure. and all like, of course. So they said down the line, you know, once PC and stuff is out that of course they want to get it on like consoles, yeah. which I'm assuming I, they mean yeah. switch. I'm sure that's, uh, that's kind of a difficult thing to figure out because it looks like you need a mouse to like paint in the area and stuff. Yeah, like that um, kind of freedom. I, yeah, I don't know how it would work without unless, like, there wasn't like attack or anything. So it was just the arrows or you know WASD to move. Yeah, Q to like talk to people and interact, and then mouse clicks. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could do like left stick for moving around and whatnot, and then like triggers to. Like maybe right trigger to paint, left trigger to erase, and then yeah. left stick to paint. Like move the cursor around. Yeah, I was also thinking maybe like use the touch screen, but like that might be. Oh yeah, that yeah, might that might be, be a lot. Much. Yeah, it could be optional. Like uh, sure. like severed for example. That's yeah. on Switch. Uh huh. Which granted, I think severed is like strictly touch screen. Yeah, it is. Awesome yeah. game, by the way. I love. Yeah, severed. incredible game. So yeah, um, if anything, any of that sounds interesting. Um go check out their kickstarter on on twitter they're at chicory c-h-i-c-o-r-y yeah um and i will follow lena rain to the end of the earth because i am in love with her music and she's a brilliant artist and i will yeah the the music is phenomenal Uh, already kelsey what have you been playing slash hi hi (laughs) sorry that was long (laughs) that's all right um I mean, I haven't been playing or watching much. Mm-hmm. I, uh, what's it called? I've been playing Borderlands still. Nice. I, I just hopped back onto it. I haven't played anything in a very long time. Still the first one? Yeah. Trying to, trying to run a small business and still work yeah. on getting my Kickstarter out is, uh, not easy. Um, but yeah, I played a little bit of Borderlands last night and there's like spider things that nobody told me about. Mm-hmm. Oh, this! I hate all of you. I forgot their name. Spider, Spider ants. ants. Spider ants. Yeah. yeah. I hate all of you. Yeah, they suck. I yeah, they screamed do. when the first one <laughs> popped up in front of me. My parents I think... thought I was being murdered. Oh god, what is the name of the one that shoots out the webs? They're my least favorite. The but, like, there's a vari- variation of each of the spider ants, and there's yeah. one that yeah. like shoots webs there's at like you. A gyro and a soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the soldier Absolutely. shoots the webs. I think it's the soldiers. Yeah. And then the, the with the badass ones that are like yep. insanely large. I used three guns worth of ammo on <laughs> on nice. like one badass. Um, 
so I've been playing that, and then I've been I've been playing a mobile game called Merge Dragons that I'm really in love with. Sweet. It's just you put things together. Yeah. It's cute. I don't know. Um, they're having a Shiba Inu dragon event, so now Ooh. I've got sh- floating Shibas walking around my camp. Well, floating around my camp. Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong also, with a good mobile game. No, no, no. It's fun. It uses a lot of battery life. <laughs> um, last night, I decided to uh, to start watching Viva La Bam again. Hell yeah. Oh, nice. I haven't because heard that in such a long time. It is 2003 again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Does it does it age well? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the sound it's hard is. To this, yeah. Well, no, it's still <laughs> funny. The sound is atrocious though, because it's like it's like somebody recorded it on a flip phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but it's. I'm also watching it on my iPad because I have to stream it from MTV Asia. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, it's not on YouTube. It used to be on, like, some skate magazine, but the the articles are still there, but the episodes are gone. Uh, um, I could buy it on Amazon for $1.99 an episode. You have know... You... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Kyle, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I also have a show that uh, from MTV, funny enough, that I've been trying to search for and find to watch, like, all the episodes. Do you remember the show called Fear? Yes. I love that show, and they used to have a DVD no. set, and I I don't know where it is anymore. And if I do find it, it's way too expensive for my taste. Uh, try MTV Asia, man. I, I might they try MTV Asia. All the episodes of Evil Bam. That's awesome. It's just annoying because I couldn't stream it from my iPad to my like PlayStation or anything like I can for for YouTube. Yeah. So I, I'm just watching on the iPad. Have you um ever watched the old TKY movies that were like? I have. All right, I'm just making sure. I have at least CKY one. They're so good. I love the CKY they're movies. Fucking those brilliant. you can find the full movie on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they're they're. I mean, it's not like they were ever like actually released. So like they're the, just downloads. Yeah, the newest, like the newest, which is still probably like 2005. That one was like uh, an okay. actual release. Yeah, I remember. Um. I love the CKY movies. Oh, me too. I, um, I I have them on a hard drive somewhere, but yeah, yeah. No, my uh, then I reveal to you that I own all the seasons of Viva La Bam on DVD still, along with all the seasons of Robin Big, which I fucking love. As okay, well. oh, I was alright awesome. on Robin Big. Robin Big's incredible. I, yeah. I um, I used to own. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. sorry. In memoriam. <laughs> Um, I used to own all the seasons of Viva La Bam, and then my basement got flooded. Mm. And uh, bye bye, they were in the box that got flooded. I also have the weird ass box set for Jackass, like the the complete series. Oh, but the, it's not like full episodes. It's like stunt by stunt, and they cut some out. That's so weird. it's not really complete. It's it's really weird. It's yeah, yeah. I, I don't like how that was structured. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. Um. Uh, um, real, real quick, breaking news! I found MTV's Fear complete DVD set for only thirty bucks. Oh wow! Bad. So I might actually buy this. Pull that trigger! Yeah, but it's it's at a weird site. It's MTV'sFear.eCreator.com. I don't know if I trust that. Yeah, I don't know about uh, that. I'll keep take playing. a shot. I'll take a shot. Yeah, t- well, it's just your credit card number, whatever. Yeah, right. And it's, it's well, whatever. you could dispute you the charge. It. That's true. Um. Do you want to talk about the other thing we watched? What? 
the the spooky. No, spooky. scary stories. Oh, we we saw scary <laughs> stories to tell in the dark. Oh, that's right, you did. Guys, there, there's spiders in it, and I almost threw up in the theater. Spoilers. Oh wait, hold on. Was it, it you guys or someone took a picture in the middle of the movie? Fucking hell, yeah. Okay, yep. I want to hear this story because I didn't get to talk to you about this yet. Well, just just before Mike gets into that, yeah. If you guys want to go see it, this is for you, Kyle, and the listeners. Sure. If you guys want to go see it and you have arachnophobia, be prepared to throw up. Okay. Because I was very like I had to close my eyes and like plug my ears. Bad? I was very close. Okay. That being said, I really, that being said, I really dug the movie. It was a really it was good. Yeah. It was a very good PG-13 horror film that, like, they really pushed that PG-13. Yeah, they borderlined R on that. Um, but still, like, a good teen kids movie. Like, it's definitely, like, a kids movie. Yeah. With some of the lines. Like, <laughs> the, we don't, you don't read the book, the book reads you. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, man, there's, like, those Guillermo creature designs are fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. And, like, terrifying and... That's yeah, awesome. It was, it was a solid movie. Yeah. I hope they do more because obviously there's a shit ton more stories they could pull from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, there's a lot of dark. So. All right, go ahead. Tell tell the story of the worst yeah. people in the world. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a story, but like, yeah, there's fucking like three people, like a little family, just chatting the entire fucking movie. One girl next to me just keeps checking her phone and like texting and whatnot. And then the one next to her yells at her to like put her phone down. It's like, cool, good for you. But then yeah. all of a sudden she starts pulling out her phone to text and shit. And then in the middle, like towards like the big like climax of the film, she wants to take a picture of one of the monsters, and she uses her flash. Uses her, she fucking uses her flash to take a picture of the fucking monster. Oh my god! And it just flashes the entire fucking theater up. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yep. Were there people like around you, like super pissed too? I couldn't tell. Yeah, uh, I couldn't tell either. But like, I did complain to and she... at Draft House. I complained. Uh, yeah to the waiter and mm-hmm. it seemed like she sort of stopped because I think she I think she saw that I was writing and I was complaining but uh. also I think she knew that she wasn't supposed to have her phone out because yeah. she'd be texting and if a waiter like started walking by she'd like drop the phone back into her purse uh. and then pull it out when they'd walk past yeah. so after after Mike complained the manager was going up and down the side like obviously just looking at her yeah yeah and she like looked at him and she's i guess she saw yeah, that she got spooked yeah and didn't pull Good. her phone back out Good. and then once he left is when she took the picture yeah why are why do I, these people exist i don't uh, understand i did overhear that it was their first time at alamo draft house so they yeah. don't know the fucking download oh okay. but also there's a you know, you went you went to Alamo, Brooklyn with us, right, Kyle? Yes, I did. So they've got that, like, broadcast multiple times in yep. the beginning of the movie. Yep. Like, don't use your freaking phones. We will yeah. kick your ass out. <laughs> we, will ju- we will just kick your ass. It's the Alamo thing. That's why you go there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so. Dumbass people. That was, that was fun. Uh, and I'm the- excited to see that. I hope I, I actually yeah. go see Scary Stories at some point. Yeah, it was fun. I think it's worth it in the theater. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I'll do a uh, a double feature horror day. I'll go see It Chapter Two and Scary Stories if it's still out. Oh, I don't think it'll still be. Yeah, out. I don't think so yeah. either. That's you should go see uh, forty forty seven meters down. Oh, uncaged I will one hundred percent do that. I'm very excited. We We're might go see tomorrow. that tomorrow. Yeah, oh, nice. I'm very excited because I saw somebody's tweet that there is a fish that screams. 
Yes. I'm sure that's just like an audio accident, but yeah. I need to see the fish screaming. Absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm kind of bummed I didn't see that other one where the the crocodile. Oh, uh, crawl. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing that we watched. I liked it. I'm a Did big you? fan of like disaster movies and Same. stuff like that. Like I loved San Andreas. Oh yeah. Um, and I love the different San Andreas. And the day after tomorrow. I liked that San Andreas too. Um, and like the day after tomorrow and stuff. And I also I like monster movies too, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, so. I thought it was good. What I liked about Crawl was that, like I said to Mike, you know, how movies like that, you always get the people that make really stupid decisions. And, oh, my God, I'm surprised this stupid ass decision went wrong. Yeah. But that whole movie, they were making really good decisions that just went bad. The crocodile just outsmarted them. Except for the one time she pulls out her phone in front of a fucking crocodile. Well, that one, that one was stupid. That was the one stupid decision, I will say. But I, I would say most of the decisions that they tried to do in that movie were, were good, good plays. Okay. And it just went wrong. Yeah. Nice. Not bad. No. Not bad. Um, I guess we're at the point. Let's talk about the big thing you two went to. Um, and you went with... Uh, did you go with, um, with Alec? He uh, met up with us a little bit in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like you, 12. Yeah. You went to uh, Play NYC, which is the thing I didn't know was something that happened in New York City. How long has this been going on? Do you know? This, this year was the third year. Yep. Oh, sweet. Uh, first year at this place. Yeah. First year at this place. It used to be at Hammerstein Ballroom. Oh, okay. Which I, I heard uh, one of the devs who was showing there, at least last year, maybe they were there again this year, that... um. They're complaining about the layout, which makes sense. Have you ever been to Hammerstein? It's um, four floors. Yeah, it's like four floors. There's like the main floor auditorium for like where you go to like a general admission seating for shows. Yeah. And yeah, like four more like shallower floors, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. So yeah, I can see like fitting that many devs into a space like that being frustrating. But this place is really cool. It's just a big hall. Like it seems like they throw like proms and shit in. Um, nice. Very spacious, very very well lit, very uh, cool with AC. Uh, what is Play NYC? Play NYC is a convention thrown by a company called Playcrafting. Um, and shout out to them because I don't know what the hell I signed up for at PAX, but this is how I found out about it. Like the, I just got a random email one yeah, day. Yeah, I think oh. we, we just signed up for something with yeah, Playcrafting. Yeah, no Or else I would not have known anything about this. Maybe it was at that thing you guys went to before PAX. Oh, oh, yeah, that's was. what it was. Yep. Yep. Because I think yeah. they threw that. I think it was, that was their thing. Yeah. Nice. That makes sense. Yes. Um, So Play NYC is dedicated to, like, super indie developers. Like, developers of, like, two-people teams who have only been working on games for, like, a few weeks or a few months and who have, like, a very early build and just have something to show. Um, So like, anything from there to, like... Like, Devolvers, they're showing Heave Ho, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But it's, like, it's sort of like a PAX, but not as, like, it, it actually feels indie, where PAX, and I love PAX to death. Like, PAX is one of my favorite things in the fucking world. But PAX feels a little more commercial. Like, this is very more, much more, like, to not to use the fucking Call of Duty phrase, but boots on the ground, sort of. Gotcha. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, like... 
so many developers, so many games, so many just nice people in general. Like, yeah, as compared to PAX, like as opposed to PAX, I should say, um, you can actually walk around. You can actually Breathe. play games. You can actually talk to the developers. You can yeah. actually like get FaceTime and more information and stuff. Um, you actually can play a lot of games. Like we were only there for six to seven hours, maybe. Not even. Not even. Maybe five hours or something. Mm-hmm. And we played eighteen games. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is more than we've played at PAX last year, which we've went to three days. Two yeah, days. two days. And the year before. And the year before, like, like combined. combined. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's it's a really cool low. It's like it's not big enough yet where it's like slammed constantly. So it's it's nice to like actually roam around and see like all these cool, interesting indie games and uh, indie video games and VR games and AR games and board games, board games and tabletop card games and stuff yeah. that nice. like you wouldn't know of like if like you didn't do these kind of things. Right. And it's a, a full weekend. Things, it's a full, it's two days. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of games were um, just college students at, like building games for the first time, which is really nice. cool that like this, some, there's something out there to give these people a platform. Um, and, and I did like that a lot of the demos were long demos. Yeah. Like your totem demos. demo was yeah. very long. And it wasn't annoying because there wasn't that many people. Right. You like, didn't it was feel still, like weird about it. It was busy. Yeah. Like, it was a good chunk. It wasn't like dead or anything, but. No. Yeah. It was cool. Nice. Um, do you guys just want to go back and forth to like some of the games that you really, really dug? Sure. Do you want to yeah. just go down the list? I mean, why not? Yeah. So. We're just going to go down the list in order that we played. Yeah. Um, the first game, which I showed Kelsey the night before. So I did a lot of extensive research going into this. Yeah. They, so they sent he made us, a spreadsheet. Yeah, they sent us nice. the list of all the devs. So I, I went through all the devs one by one to look up what they were showcasing and what their history was and what they were showing off. Um, I guess I we should say, twice. yeah, I guess we should say they did give us... Uh, press influencer passes yes uh we have media badges uh so huge thank you to playcrafting for yeah. helping us out and getting us in there it was seriously incredible it's, it's so nice knowing that this community exists in new york uh because obviously a lot of the industry is in san francisco and on the west coast and the only thing on the east coast is pax east yeah um but like i said many times earlier that this is very different than pax east and it was in some ways way fucking better because we can actually interact with these people and just really get to dig into these games for what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you, Playcrafting. Uh, definitely, yeah. this is definitely gonna be an annual thing, I think, for us. Oh yeah, I think it's yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, the extensive research. Uh, I forgot how many developers were there. It was like a hundred. A lot. One hundred seventy-five, I think it was. No, not that many. I thought it was one hundred seventy-five. I thought that was the number. I don't know. I think that was the number. Um, two pieces of paper worth. There was more than the paper, though. Okay, there was more than two pieces of paper <laughs> worth. Um, so, yeah, uh, I looked up all the devs, see what they were doing and whatnot. So this game I showed Kelsey the night before, and she lit up. Um, Freaked out. Ao the Clown. It is the cutest freaking thing ever. Like, it's so it's a teeny tiny clown. Um, who's trying to save his dog. And, uh, yeah, he's very cute. It's a nice little platformer. Um, very bubbly, very colorful. Uh, the bees suck. 
Yeah, one of my notes is bees exclamation point because we couldn't get past this part where you hit a beehive. Uh, yeah, a beehive. Bees. And yeah, <laughs> and uh, you have to outrun the bees, and it made the platforming very challenging. Yeah, because the bees like like volleyball spiked you into the ground if too oh. many of them hit you. Yeah. Yeah, really fun, goofy two point D platformer. Yeah. Clown platformer. Just trying nice. to save your dog. And I mean, uh, it's not like scary clown. clown. No, not scary. Cute clown. Cute clown. Um, overworld that's very much like Mario 3D World. just Or Mario Land, whatever. Um, yeah, it's on Kickstarter currently. Uh, it is launching on PC and consoles. Yeah. Uh, I believe today they actually got their goal for the Kickstarter. Yeah, they but, hit the goal. Yeah, but you can still go support if you want to get some early pricing on the game. Yeah. Uh, which... Yeah, as soon as I saw it the night before the convention, I was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely back in this." I would love to play it on Switch. Like, I yeah. think it would it would handle so well on Switch. It yeah. would probably even handle really well on the PS4. Yeah. Um, and if you do back it, I believe there is a demo coming. So yeah, if any of that sounds interesting, if you like platformers, if you like the Mario games, you know, give it a shot. Which yeah, one is that? Back Overlord. It and get a stuffed clown. Ao the clown. Oh, Ao the clown. Okay. Yes, Overlord. Ao Overlord. the Overlord. I could have sworn you said Overlord. Or something like that. Never mind. Overlord, the Pikmin clone from yes. 360 Generation. I love that game. <laughs> Overlord. It just, oh, I, I immediately thought of the movie Overlord. That's it. I forgot that movie existed. It's a good movie. It was good. Uh, the next thing we hit is one of the big boys. Probably the biggest developer there. Um, Devolver. They were showing off Heave Ho. Oh, my God. Uh, Heave Ho was debuted at PAX East last year. Uh, we, yeah. we saw it, but we didn't get to play it because the, <laughs> the line, line was crazy. Was crazy. Uh, Rightfully so. This is a physics party game, co-op party yeah. game, where you can play up to four people, where you play as this little character with just a little round character with two arms. You kind of look like a jelly bean. Yeah. You okay. have to work together from to get from one point to the other. And the mechanic is that you are grabbing onto walls and grabbing onto other characters to propel yourself and the other characters to the goal okay um, i grabbed mike by the beard at one point yeah and i just rocketed you to the air and i broke the game yeah mike broke the game <laughs> yeah. even the even the guy that was like there yeah. showing it and everything was like uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's kind of like a like a pendulum you kind of like yeah sort yeah. of okay. um but you can also go like every man for himself and just yeah you could just screw your other it's it's, in a way it's kind of like um oh my god the game chicken horse ultimate chicken horse oh sweet where you could kind of screw the other people even though it's supposed to be co-op um yeah and obviously you know it it, one of my notes here is that it looks harder than it is like looking at it it looks intimidating yeah when i first saw it at pax i was like oh i'm not gonna enjoy this at all it looks like it's frustrating as shit but playing it especially with four people it's yeah it's so fun. I could see us like on extra life or screaming or whatever, just screaming at each other. And it was, it was really fun. Cause we played with two people we didn't know. Yeah. And it was still fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, that is out on August 29th. It'll be on Ooh. switch and steam. No, uh, PS4, no Xbox. So okay. switch exclusive for all sets of purposes. Um, and yeah, we're definitely gonna be playing that at extra life. Oh I'm yeah. Very Whoa. excited to play that. Uh, the next thing, Zarvat. Yes. So we only played the versus mode of Zarvat. Yeah. Um, so the, the quote on Zarvat or like the little box quote is 
Sarvat, an emotional story about cubes. <laughs> so it already that sentence, I was like, oh shit, this is like Thomas is alone. Yeah. And sure shit, just again, we like Kelsey just said, we were just playing the multiplayer stuff, but judging by the story trailer, it's like shit. This is like Thomas is alone. That's awesome. I love that game. Yeah. But the verses is really fun. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know nothing about games, so I don't know how to describe it. Well, how would <laughs> you describe it? Uh, it's an arena top-down like deathmatch. Yes, um, ah. exactly that. Where yeah, you were literally playing as a, a cube. You go. The main mechanics are you walk around, you could warp, and you could shoot. Um, you could hold to do like a power shot to like. Shoot you have to walls jump and, and hold. Whatnot. Oh yeah, and you have to jump over stuff and whatnot. Um, really fun. Just what what I really liked and stuff. like this is just like art nerd, but I liked the colors had like different names other than pink, gray, yellow, green. It was, I mean, pink was still pink, but it was pink, charcoal, lemon, and put a little parsley or something. And all the, um, all the players, like for charcoal, for example, like it was a different font than pink. Yeah. Like everybody, like pink was script. Charcoal was like a chalk font. It was cool. Really fun. Nice. Um, I do want to pick it up as soon as possible. It is out now on Switch. That was like one of the few things that oh, were sweet. actually out. Yeah, I would. Um, I would love that. Would again, that would be another good one for, for extra life. Extra and, life. Yeah, just hanging out. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. Uh, a lot of these. So a lot of these are like great party mode slash. Yeah. You know, extra life games. For example, Kung Fu Kickball. Yes. All right. I'm so already in, but but you don't have to even describe it. I'm in. <laughs> Well, let me give you two words. Kickball meets Nidhogg. Oh, Those three hell words. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, we I dominated. Mean, yeah, I, mean, I, can't, I don't know how much further to explain it. It's literally Nidhogg kickball. You, yep, yeah, teams of two, uh, you get your kickball to the other side, and that's it. You got to hit. You have to hit not, a bell. Yeah, you not only have to get it to the other side, you got to yeah, bring the bell. bell. You can also kick people into oblivion. Yeah. You could warp in that too. Oh yes, yeah. yeah I want to play that like now. Hell of fun. Yeah, so good. You can also accidentally kick your teammate and knock them out. And oh. you can also score on yourself. Yeah. You can't see me, but I'm air quoting accidentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I I kicked Mike in the yeah. in the head and knocked him out at one point. Once the match starts, you just spam kick. Yeah. And you don't really have any control over it. Yeah, super fun. And even oh, yeah. like just it looked like Nidhogg, like as far as the the little sprites. Little, were. yeah. Yeah, I'm watching the uh, the trailer now. It looks awesome. Uh, looks so good. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, we we fucking dominated. Yeah, I mean, the, we won like nine to two. Yeah, and the the team that we played against was kind of like shit talking. Like yeah, they were. Yeah, pieces of shit. And this one says uh, early 2020 for Kung Fu Kickball. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did that have consoles attached to it? Uh, right now I'm looking at it on the Steam page, but okay. I'm pretty sure it's also Switch. yeah, it's gotta be cool. I hope that so. seems like a good switch one. Yeah. Uh, next is Burfia. So my note here to describe it is Killer Queen meets Gang Beast Light. Okay. So Burfia is okay. like an isometric party game where so I say Killer Queen because there are there's Multiple ways to win. Multiple ways to win. I think two ways to win. Yeah. yeah. So it's two teams of two, I believe. Yep. Or at least that's what. Oh we no! Played. You. I think it was up to two teams of four, maybe. Okay. So four and four. 
Um, Maybe three and three. Who knows? Where you have to... It's hard to describe. You have to either get a payload from the middle of the screen to your side of the screen. Like Overwatch. Like Overwatch. So, like, you're essentially standing near the payload and, like, sort of like King of the Hill style. Like Yeah, like Capture the Flag. Yeah, That's what like I called it. Uh, sort of. But, like, the, the payload is moving while you're in this ring, but somebody could come in the ring and stop it or, like, kick you out and take over the ring so it'll move towards their side. How do you um, uh, how do you spell the the game? B I R F I A. You're either a chicken or a duck. You're either a chicken or a duck. Um, there's all these tiny crazy weapons. Like there was just one that shoots water and it knocks you. Yeah. Like that's where I that's why I wrote Gang Beast Light because the physics were very like Gang Beasty. Yeah. Um, and then the other way to win is that you could um, like Killer Queen. You have, you collect food and put it in your basket. So, like, while a lot of team members could be fighting over the payload, there could be one team member sneaking away and collecting food to put in the basket. Nice. And it's like, a, that's how me and Kelsey won. She snuck away as I was fighting other people. and she like, My little candies. Yeah, she got a little candy <laughs> put in the basket, and it was an automatic win. Yeah. It's really cool. There um, was a second mode. There is a second mode. That was a battle uh, royale mode. Oh, was it? Mm. I, I mean, it was like a, like, you're not dropped onto an island with yeah, 100 yeah. people. It was just... I think, fight. you know, kills. Yeah. That's what the people in front of us were playing. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't get a date for it or anything, but there is, I noticed while I was looking up the games, there is a free download for uh, the demo that we played. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So that's playable. Yeah. It looks fun. Yeah, it is. It was really fun. Um, the ducks yeah, are cuter than the chickens. What's up? The ducks are cuter than the chickens. Uh, yeah. From watching this video, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, now, this is a big one for me. So, as you know, my band name, R-Wings, named oh, after boy. Star Fox. <laughs> the greatest game of all time, Star Fox 64. All right, beware of the title of this game. It is not what you think. There's a game called Dogfight. Okay. Dogfight, in my notes, in all caps, it's Star Fox with good boys. <laughs> it's it really literally is. Star Fox, where you play as fucking dogs. Star Barks. And that's, yeah, that's it. That's awesome. It, it, it's Star Fox mechanics where you're playing as dogs and you're just fighting. Yeah, the mode we were playing was uh, like versus deathmatch. It was like me and Kelsey, but like a bunch of other bots uh, yeah. in the arena flying around. Um, as somebody that's kind of bad with flying games and stuff, it was very difficult. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it felt like Star Fox 64, like how I remember Star Fox 64 playing. And that's what people nice. like were past, like walking past, were saying like, "Oh, it's it's Star Fox, it's Star Fox." So yeah, and I don't mean to that to sound like I was shit talking Star Fox sixty four, like not to like. I I mean that by like I I played it like fucking months ago, not like <laughs> when I was fucking ten years old. Gotcha. Um, uh, real real quick for people who want to look at this game, like me because i put in dogfight game and i get a lot of oh, different God. flight games oh it's uh yeah like developer maybe hold yeah, on i'm grabbing the, the card right now p. Um, uh petricor petricor p-e-t-r-i core got it yeah just so uh if you want to check it out yourself like i am yeah. right now <laughs> Yeah, I don't have yeah. much to say about it, but yeah, no, it's literally Star Fox mechanics with with dogs. It seems it, it was super fucking fun. Um, it actually felt really fun to play. Felt good to play. Oh the, yeah, the it looks very pretty. Felt good. 
Yeah, super pretty, super colorful and bright. Mm-hmm. This was their third year showing this at Play NYC. I did note that. But nice. So I will say it is like, it's very refined. Yeah, it felt great. It seemed pretty polished. It feels mm-hmm. like it's close. That's I awesome. hope there is a, I really hope there's some sort of like campaign thing, at least. I'm like sure a, a there will be. Because um, I would play the fuck out of that. Oh, you know what's funny? Hmm. I I, I, ser- I searched it up and I'm on their Twitter thing and I see the kind of NYC account being retweeted by them. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh okay, like that's weird. That's should... exactly what Mike said. It's like Star Fox with Good Boys, and there it was right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they did reply to me saying like, yeah, we only picked the bestest boys, and then I tried to get a scoop saying how many Good Boys were in it, but they wouldn't reply. Ah. Uh, no. I was like, so you're saying all breeds are in it because all dogs are the bestest boys. That's right. But keep pushing, uh, Mike. Keep the heat out. I want a Pomeranian. <laughs> so now I have two on my list: Petrichor for kind of NYC and Fifty Cent for Arlings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Fifty Cent hasn't blocked you yet. Um, that's my goal. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> he's either gonna fully support my projects and my endeavors, or he's gonna block me. Yeah. They got a restraining order. Um, then next was Super Space Club, which is uh, by fellow best friend Graham. Graham uh, Reed. Graham, Graham Reed, Graham of Legend. Yes. Uh, one of the nicest fucking people I've ever met in my oh, life. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graham said he's only been working on this game for a few months. Whoa, really? I missed that. Yeah, Are you kidding? Only a few months. That's crazy. Fucking wow. wild. I thought this was like years. Yeah, this game is really pretty. So I'm, it's... I'm Graham. If I'm butchering this, I'm sorry, but I believe he said eight months. Wow. But like, That's crazy. a lot of it was done. Like a lot of the polish was done. Like in the past couple of months. That's insane. Yeah. Like I think I think I think. I the music really made this game, but yeah, like so yeah, it's, visually, it's stunning. It's Graham, and I I should have wrote down the composer's name. No, no, no that was just that his was friend his friend who was helping out. Uh, um, I can actually, I think, hold on, it might be on his Twitter. It's on the trailer also. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's very much like, a, it, it looks like it plays like a twin stick shooter, but it's very much like Asteroids. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. But except with a, no, you're not shooting Asteroids, you're shooting other ships that are coming to attack you. But the... Oh, it was on the... Uh, K- it was, it was on the showcase. showcase. Yep. Bleh. Um, sounds by George Huffnagel H-U-F-N-A-G-L cool um, yeah the sound so when when I first started the demo there wasn't any music and Graham was very confused I was like oh no no worries whatever it's fine but then the music started I was like oh fuck yeah no I needed this it, mm-hmm. sick as fucking music um, anyways yeah please like asteroids uh, other ships are attack- attacking you so you know the point is as far as right now, the point is just to survive as long as you can and kill as many things as you can. But the gimmick is that the more you shoot, the the less the the more your life goes down. So yeah. as you're shooting, your life depletes, oh, your okay. health depletes. Um, so you will get at a certain point, you get really low, and you could start getting overrun. But you could fly away and like wait for your health to regen and like dodge shit. Then once your health regens a little bit, you could go back to on the offensive. So it's a very like. That's awesome. Cat and mouse kind of game in space. 
Yeah. Um, right. And like you can like it doesn't stop you. You can die from just overshooting. Yeah. If you're not paying attention, you are or if you're feeling a little bit greedy, like if you think like, oh, it's just one more shot and I got this, mm-hmm. you could kill yourself. Uh, it's super fun. And yeah, yeah, Graham is seriously super nice. And like, Oh, yeah. You know, I can't I can't wait to to try this game out. Hopefully very soon. Yeah. Because it I think, sounds I, awesome. I forgot when he said he was targeting. Mm-hmm. It is available to wishlist on Steam now, but nice. I, I want to say he said this fall, but it could be early okay. 2020. Yeah, but I, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Graham. Also, also for the uh, the kind of funny best friends who are listening, uh, Graham animated the Gamecast intro. Uh, oh, back oh. in the day, him and Andy Cortez did that. Oh, which uh, little kind of funny history for you. So yeah, it's awesome. Little fun tidbit. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, either watch the KF showcase from this past E3 or yep. yeah, go look up Super Space Club because we should all support each other's endeavors and uh Graham's super cool. And, and and even if it wasn't by a best friend, I, I had it was one of my favorite games I played there. It's like right up my alley with arcade shooters. Yeah, it was really fun and I hopefully Graham comes to a meetup soon. Yeah, yeah. we talked a lot about uh, Trevor, right? Was his friend? Trevor, Travis, one Travis. of the two. Something with a T. Sorry, okay. Trevor. 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 <laughs> Trover. I'm sorry. I'm bad with names. I love you. But yeah, we were talking about Smash a lot. Like a solid like 15 minutes about Smash. Um, then the next game I played was probably my game of the show there. Uh, Totem. Totem is a like 16-bit top-down action adventure game um visually looks like stardew valley without like a little less pixels like the the earth looks like stardew yeah um and where i where i said this is a kyle-esque game is that uh it takes the god of war axe throwing and brings it to a 16-bit pixel game oh where can i send my money to right now with mythology it it is so good Again, I played with mouse and keyboard. I stuck with mouse and keyboard. I struggled a little bit. You broke the game. I did break the game multiple oh, times. Oh, did you? Again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, nice long demo. Um, be, absolutely beautiful. Uh, very nice, like, pastel, like, KF blue kind of palette going through yeah. it. You play as a female protagonist, part of this race that... Um, I forgot what they were called. Like the the lore behind it is like incredibly deep already, but essentially, like kind of like ancestors of deers or something. Yeah, like, I have they're like deer, deer play gods. As a deer girl named Mira. Yeah, yeah. Um, and man, like I didn't think they would be able to replicate. Like, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, cool, it looks like God of War, but no way it's gonna feel like God of War. Yeah, man, bringing that axe back and like throwing it and like charge shots and teleporting and warping with your two axe. hands two-handing it's so satisfying um, this game looks inc- like i can see why this is your game of show dude this it's, looks it's really really fun stunning uh another game that they've only really been building for i believe three months somehow the also the there's only one full-time dev there's one full-time dev and the guy i was talking to is a i forgot his name i have his card um, um, i have it written down um, they're the nicest people in the world. Nicest people in the world. Um, yeah, one full-time dev, and he came on, of, I think, like three months ago when it started like rap- ramping up. Yeah, so we were talking to Alex. Alex, yes. Um, 
but Matt is the full time, the one full time dev. Yeah. Um, yeah. Based out of well, Alex is based out of Arizona. And right. Matt, Matt, Matt is, is in yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Just action adventure, like just picture God of War except pixel art in sixteen bit, yeah. and that's what it is. A lot of like environmental puzzles based around throwing your axe and like getting like weird angles and stuff. Um, combat is super fun. Uh, really epic boss battles. Um, the boss battle I did was very much kind of like Dark Soulsy. Like this big fucking creature just teleports into the arena. Artemis. And, yeah, um, and the the arena kind of transforms and a big health bar very similar to dark souls like pops up and you're like oh fuck here we go um the mu- sound was really is, cool yeah, the sound design and the music is really cool yeah this is and the cool like, thing was like once you beat the boss you then get the boss's power yeah so it's very Sweet. zelda in that way yeah. where you do get a new power once you um yeah, it's think... like you get the you get the boss's weapon essentially yeah um they had said originally what they were going to do was they were going to transform you into the boss once you got the power, like yeah. a version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they found that that was like getting to be a lot like they they essentially had to do like so many different main character designs that, mm-hmm. you know, and they said that, you know, then they changed it to you just get the boss's power and like it changes your character a little bit. Like yeah. the looks, gotcha. and like honestly, like that, I thought that was really cool. That mm-hmm. it was just a subtle change. Yeah, yeah I, I can't wait. I'm in love with this game already, and yeah. I've not even touched the controller. The cool uh, color palette, I loved. Yeah, yeah. Um, please, please go on on Twitter. It's at totem underscore dev. Yeah, um, uh, and they're... it's othermoonsgames.com yes. is the studio. Uh, no, uh, it's still very early, but so yeah. no, like platforms or anything like that. They, I was talking to Alex, they are looking to partner with a publisher. Um, I feel like they're not going to have any problems. Yeah, yeah no. I, I so feel like this will get picked up on their website. It um, says Kickstarter soon. So I asked him about Kickstarter. He didn't seem too like keen on that, but we'll ah. see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's, he's not. Yeah. He's not like. I don't think he was like closed off to the idea or anything, but his, their focus is definitely trying to do a Absolutely. publisher. And then uh, if the publisher allows them to do a Kickstarter as well, then they'll, mm-hmm. they'll yeah. go down, down that yeah. road. And I think Alec mentioned to them about pop agenda yeah. for promotion wow. and stuff. Yeah. Which is for perfect. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, looking at this game, there is no way they'll have trouble finding someone to, to help. Yeah. No, I, I feel game. like, I feel like this is going to blow the fuck up. Absolutely, it's gonna be one of the, like whatever year it comes out. It's gonna be that indie of the year that's like Celeste. Yep. You oh, know, that's, nobody's wait. gonna yeah. Nobody's gonna be able to shut up about. All right. um, a- anything else from Play NYC before oh, we? There's, uh... a, there's a lot more. Oh yeah, we got oh. more. Sweet. Oh, we ain't done. We got one more page. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's a tiny notebook. It's like three by four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got eight more. Sweet. <laughs> we'll try to go a little quick. Yeah. Uh, the next game is, was one of Kelsey's most anticipated at the show, Roll Call. Oh, my God, yes. Um, so it's essentially like an endless runner, right? Is that what you would say? Yeah, I think that's sort how of. he described it. Yeah. It's an endless runner, but you're on a balance board that's kind of just like, I don't, what, what would you call that? Like. Well, how it was set up? Yeah. The gameplay. 
No. What? How it's set up? I, I have it written down. Well, first, think Super Monkey Ball, except you're controlling yeah, it with that. with a a Wii balance board, sort of. So yeah, but it's a it's balance custom built. Yeah. Um. So it's there was some kind of padding. It was like a piece of wood with some kind of padding. It was like um, underneath, like a ball. It's it's like a ball type thing that's used in physical therapy. Yeah. So I you're able to called. go like full like tilt full 360. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and in the middle was a cell phone, uh, and the cell phone the 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 balance board was getting input from the cell phone's uh, accelerometer. No, the gyro. No accelerometer. Oh, I it thought was it was a gyro. Um, yeah, I was getting that from the cell phone, and it was sending that input data to the PC via Wi-Fi, which is a fucking crazy setup. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how he figured it out. Yeah, I have also, no idea. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Oh yeah. Um, forgot his name. Also. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Simon Thomas, I think. Yeah. Andrew, no offense. I forget everybody's name. Ask my girlfriend, Caitlin. Hey. <laughs> Bad joke. Um, I was right. Andrew Simon Thomas. Yeah. So you're really good. That's why I keep you around. His Twitter is awesome. It's Atomitron. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is definitely more of a Kelsey game than a Mike game because I have zero fucking balance. I was, like, terrified the entire time. Yeah. I thought I was going to bust my ass. Like, there were some times where I felt, like, that pit in my stomach where I was like, oh, fuck. But, um, no, it was really fun because I especially, like, I loved Super Monkey Ball back in the day. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's human Super Monkey Ball. And just nice. the tech behind it. Using an accelerometer from a cell phone via Wi-Fi blows my mind. Oh, yeah. Like, how you think of that as far as, like, gaming goes is crazy. I will say he did have the the phone plugged in charging. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, Kyle can talk about this next one. Can I? Killer Queen Black. Oh, 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 oh. I am so excited uh, for this. Um, Killer Queen, if you don't know, uh, the only reason I know is because obviously kind of funny. Tim specifically uh, bringing it up on past shows. Um, It used to be an arcade-only thing where... You have uh, two teams of, was it four? Four. Right? Yeah, two teams of four, and now on console, it's two teams of five. Oh, sweet. Um, basically, the the, ca- the arcade cabinet is, like, back-to-back, so, like, you're facing the other team, like, through the screen, technically. Um, and the goal is to either fill up your hive with berries. Yep. Ride the snail at the bottom of the screen to the other t- other side of the uh, the screen, the other team's goal, or kill the queen three times or two times. Three, three, three times. So there's three time three ways to win. Um, it gets super competitive, and you need to have a strategy going in. Um, I cannot wait for this game. It's coming out what in September, I think. Uh, I just looked on the website. There's no exact date. It just says Q3, but yeah, sometime in fall. It, okay. did, it said on the, like, a handwritten oh, it did. piece of cardboard. No, I think I just said pre-order now, and you get Because if you pre-order through Xbox, you get, like, a controller skin. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that too. Uh, it's um, got September 2019 up on okay. the website. Soon. It, was, yeah. it was great to play. I mean, I, pl- I played the Queen, and... Uh, we lost, and I got some shit for... We also had a Rocky Star, because nobody was playing. Right. Uh, and they, they had to, like, call people over. And people came quickly. Like, yeah. as soon as yeah. people saw that Killer Queen was open, just like the arcade. Yeah. Right. Like, people flocked over. And then people on our team got pissed at me, because, well, was anybody even bothering to play the Queen? Bro. Oh, Bro, geez. we lost. 
We lost <laughs> three to two. Uh, but did you get a chance to talk to them about the unique version of this game? No. No. So it was. They were really busy. Yeah, they were super uh, busy. Sure. They were just kind of like quick turnaround. So um, for from my limited knowledge and from like hearing people talk about it on podcasts and whatnot. Basically, there's always two color teams, like on the arcade. I think it's what blue and yellow, maybe. This was purple and gold. Purple and gold. Oh, that's what it is. Purple and gold. But for this one, the Killer Queen Black, there's a black team, and yeah. the black team. I uh, love this idea. The black team will be able to stream its games live on their Twitch channel for as mm-hmm. long as they keep winning. The moment they lose, the other that's team gets cool. the black unis and they get on the Twitch page, which is so freaking cool. Like, it's such a smart way to bring that. Yeah, because like the idea of the arcade game is that yeah. the winner stays. Yeah, and they don't so have to put more a, money in. Yeah, yeah, it's such a smart way to keep that on console. Oh my or god, to keep that concept to console. I just had an idea for extra life. We need to make it to the page. Oh yeah, it's gonna be very difficult. I don't care. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. wait for Killer Queen. Yeah, I mean, it's can't say enough nice things about that. That's, it, that game, as soon as it hits console, it's going to be a fucking phenomenon. It's one of those things where, like, you can hear us talk about it, but the the moment you, you play that game, it hooks you fast and hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I was one of those people that, like, didn't know what the hell Tim was talking about until we yep. played it prom weekend, mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop thinking about it all weekend. Yeah. Like, it's I, awesome. I, wanted to get back to emporium as soon as possible to play it yeah uh it, it's also coming out for xbox one i think at some point too yes uh i don't know about playstation i don't think playstation's in the cards right now which is a bummer it's, but it's a bummer hmm. yeah i mean it's a switch game yeah for sure like yeah. i'm playing that in bryant park you kidding me oh hell yes God. I think we we found our new uh annual tournament <laughs> by the yeah way. we did yeah <laughs> uh kelsey could talk about this next game that chicken game. Oh my god. So it's it's that chicken game, but it's what is the other name? Oh fuck. Uh Egg is broken, egg is... heart is two. <laughs> yeah. The, I it, you're you're a chicken and you're just trying to get your your giant egg that is somehow two thirds of the size of your body to I don't know, the end. I yeah, never got even close to the end. You're hopping on plates. You're hopping over uh, like a gas range from a stove. Yeah. If it's it's a physics like uh, like t- spoon and egg. Yes. Kind there of you game. go. It was it was great. Like if you if as the chicken you hit the fire, you turned into fried chicken. Yeah. Oh, and nice. And that was like I loved it. It was graphically. It's literally just. It's a. It seems like it's a cutout of a picture of a chicken. Which yeah. I fucking love. <laughs> And I mean, there are chicken noises and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, you want to see what this game looks like, uh, Michael from Achievement Hunter has a fantastic Rage Let's Play of it. thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Nice. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, fuck, this is really annoying. This is frustrating. Okay, wait, one more go. I got this. One more go. Oh, I have the technique down. Oh, fuck this. Yeah. No, wait, one more go. It's like it's very addictive. Yeah. Um, I believe PC and PC, iOS, and Android. Uh, we played both PC and uh, I played the tablet version. I played tablet also. Um, it's fun. Nice. Uh, it's good. It's very like I would like to say it's mindless, but it is. It is not. 
Oh yeah, I've totally. It launches seen this in video. late 2019. It's such mm -hmm. a good video. Yeah, I've totally seen this video. It's great. Yeah, yep. it's a fun little physics uh, platforming puzzler kind of. Well, not really puzzler, but like, you know what I mean? It's puzzling. Mm -hmm. If you want to get some rage out, play it. Uh, now this next one, which unfortunately we didn't get to spend too much time at this booth just because we were starting to fade a little bit. Um, Bose has this new platform called Bose Augmented Reality, Bose AR. So this is audio AR, which is a concept I've never heard of before, which yeah. obviously seemed super intriguing to me as soon as I heard the uh, the name. Um, so they had, uh, I guess they were, they were arguably probably the biggest people there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a whole well, booth in the middle set up. Yeah, they had the biggest booth there uh, with 10 different augmented reality experiences and uh, a few of their new uh, products. So they had two pairs of headphones and a pair of glasses. Yeah. Uh, we unfortunately didn't get to try the glasses. Those were probably arguably the most in demand at the show. Right. To try out. Um, but we got to play this game called The Worst Grim Reaper. Uh, with a pair of these new Bose headphones that have this like new technology in it. Mm -hmm. uh, before I just... Well, I guess I'll describe the game first. The, the game is... Um, Essentially, it's like a, a conversation. It's a mobile game. It's a mobile game on iOS and Android. Uh, you are talking to... You're having a conversation with a Grim Reaper named Sebastian, mm -hmm. uh, who desperately just wants to become a songwriter and wants to give up being Grim Reaper. Like, he doesn't like being Grim Reaper that much. Um, and you are... He's asking you yes or no questions. And he's just asking you how your day is and what you like and what you want to do, so on and so forth. But he's singing it and writing a song based on the conversation and if you say yes or no depending on what you answer he'll change the song as you're like talking to yeah him. and what like, you're it, looking it, at on yeah the like kind of reacts um where the ar element comes in um is that the yes or no questions you could nod yes or shake your head no and he'll reply yeah whoa really yeah or different parts of like if you're looking a little up at the screen oh you're looking at the moon if you're looking a little down at the screen you're looking down at this whatever yeah like, like i a lot of times i had my phone like i had my hand resting on my stomach or on my chest and i was looking like straight down so there was points where he was like oh i noticed you're looking down is everything okay wow yeah, it's it's really fascinating. Yeah, um, that's the, really cool. The AR sensors in the headphones. Yeah, it's all in the headphones, um, and these are all out right now. I, I was looking at the headphones the other day. I think like the headphones are running. I mean, just, they're kind of like basic Bose headphones. They're running like hundred bucks. Huh. Um, I do want to go out to a store one of these days and try the the glasses because I'm yeah. very curious what I those. I think look Alex like. says he ha said he has the headphones. Interesting. Yeah, but it seems like this this is like out. I, I the worst Grim Reaper is out right now. Uh, it's by Moon 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 Studios. Um, met a wonderful so gentleman, nice. Mark. Um, I forgot your last name right now. I'm sorry, Mark. Mark Bennis. Um, incredible dude. Uh, I think it's a small team. Uh, one of the nicest dudes. I think it was him. Just him and another guy. Him and another guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. He invited me out. To, uh, he introduced me to this group about um, game audio people in new york city which hopefully soon we'll be able to reconnect at one of those events and yeah because i think he said he's a composer or something yeah he composes so yeah um but i was i've had so such a good time with that it was like a nice like 
take a break and like lose yourself yeah with the fucking bose headphones are beautiful yeah uh just kind of lose yourself into that world and just listen to sebastian talk and you know what i could say what i will say and i don't mean this this might sound a little negative but it's not it would be a good game to fall asleep like if you need to unwind yeah yeah unwind chill the music is so like soothing and peaceful i could see myself just nodding out Mm -hmm. yeah it was like funny at times too. It yeah. Was, like, oh yeah. Super cute. Like talking about aliens. Yeah. 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 It was yeah really the uh, the glasses look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I really want to try them because I have like no idea or I can't like conceive how they would how it would work. work. Yeah. I like just the thought of having like you wear these sunglasses and you can hear music and other people can't. Yeah, it's such there a is... big thing for me. Yeah. That'd be great. There there is this tech like i forgot exactly what it's called but it's, it's essentially soundbar tech but combined with surround sound where you essentially create like a little room for yourself uh-huh um and like if you are out of a certain radius like you won't hear anything but if you're within the radius it's complete surround sound oh wow i believe that is also bose technology so i can see them implementing that into yeah. a, a like a, a wearable God, i would just, i would get to listen to so many more podcasts Oh my god, yeah. Like wh- while I'm at work, I'll just have these on and listen to podcasts. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Nobody, nobody even fucking know. No. Um. So yeah, no. Obviously, like being an audio person, that was like one of the most intriguing things. But yeah, unfortunately, we just we were feeling so burnt out, so we hit like the show floor a little bit more, and uh, yeah, we we didn't make it back over there. But huge thank you to Mark for like introducing me to this technology and introducing me to sebastian my new homeboy yeah that sounds really really cool like i yeah. i definitely want to we we have a uh a bose um shop in the local like strip mall mm-hmm. so i might go in and see if they just have these sunglasses and test them out because it's i'm very intrigued i feel like they do because they were showing a lot of b-roll at the uh the booth with just people trying it out in the store so i'd imagine that's that awesome it has to be or at least in some shops i'd imagine like Maybe in Midtown, if there is a bow shop, you know, like some yeah. big areas like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one regret of the show, I didn't buy a, a Sebastian shirt. I have to go on their website to see Aww. if, uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah, they had a really cute Sebastian shirt. I didn't see that it was for sale. Oh, maybe it wasn't for sale. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Mark, give me a shirt. I'll <laughs> rock the shit out of a Sebastian shirt. Um, All right. We're in the home stretch. Last page. Four more games. Uh, the next thing was another game Kelsey was very excited for after I showed her it, or after I said the term cat RPG. Yep. <laughs> um, Crystalia, which is, yeah, it's a cat RPG. It's very, like, it looks like Skyrim, sort of, or 3D Zelda, where you play as a cat. And, uh, yeah, you're just going around, going on quests, all that kind of stuff. The demo we played was super, super, super early. Um, th- this was the first time they were showcasing it. Uh, it was literally just to show off the some early combat. Mm-hmm. So it, it obviously it was like not a lot of textures or anything like that. It was a little buggy, but like that's totally to be expected. I think they said the demo they made it in like a few days, a week, something like that. I think like a week or two. Yeah, it was like very quick turnaround. So for like two just, weeks. And specifically for the show. Specifically for the show, it, I was blown away with how strong it looked. Yeah. Um, Probably my favorite devs too yeah there uh i know it was to there i don't know if it was 
Alexis, the team is... Alexis and uh, the my other the card other card is over in there, but uh, Astral Clock Tower Studios. Yeah, I want to say Sarah. Was it a two person team? I think so. Yeah. So well, two... there's two cats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it seems like very Skyrimy. You know, it's just like a big. It seems like it could be a big giant RPG, like based in this mythical thought out world just based on like cats and um my big my the thing i love the most was that uh the the race of these cats are called persons oh nice um, which i really appreciated i i I told alex or uh sarah that they need to uh you know keep at it with the puns yeah um there is a demo coming out for it on september 30th Yep. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be the same demo that we played or something a little more substantial, but um, I highly recommend checking it out. I know I, it's hard to kind of like describe it because it, it was literally just going around in uh, an open field and just fighting things. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I did play, it seemed very fun. But yeah, if you're into like Skyrim, it, it very rem- it reminded me of Skyrim as far as the, as the, uh, the combat went. We were right. Her name is Sarah. Cool. Sorry, Sarah. Shout I wanted to, to make you, sure we got it right. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. So once the thirtieth hits, I'm, I definitely want to re-download or I want to download the demo and play it again because it was really fun. Um, and then the next one I played, I this is the only VR game I played. Uh, it was really funny watching him play this. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle, you're gonna want to look this one up. Uh, Bizarre Barber. Oh boy, sounds interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's bizarre. Um. I played it on the Vive, which this is my first time using the Vive. Uh, God, PC VR headsets are way better than PSVR. Yeah. Not to talk shit about PSVR. I love my PSVR, but God damn. Um, You are standing in place and you are in between two subway trains. And the two trains are coming towards you very slowly. And then very colorful, goofy tie-dye heads. That kind of look like uh, what, troll hair. dolls, yeah, troll dolls, pop out of the the windows and they're coming at you with their hair, and you have to use the two Vive scissors to cut their hair, or the two Vive <laughs> uh, controllers as like scissor handles to cut their hair. That is, such and you get a... tips if you do a good job. Yeah, you get oh, tips if you do a good job. Uh, they yell at you if you get a little too close. Um, it was, it, I think on Twitter or on Instagram, I said, uh, it, this was, this must be what acid feels like. <laughs> it looked like acid. It was wild, but yeah. it was super fun. It's like a fun arcadey, just like whatever. Like, it's definitely like a, hey, have you not tried VR before? Check this game out kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I can definitely see that just from the screenshots. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we briefly played Galactos, which is... Oh, that's what it was called. Okay. Yeah, Galactos. Galactos, Pastries in Space. Um, also very similar to Star... I was about to say Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> very similar to Star Fox, uh, like a space shooter with those kind of flight mechanics and battle It's mechanics. like Star Fox meets Starbucks. Yeah, uh, except you are playing as uh, pastries. So you, I played as a little cupcake ship. And I played as a little pie ship, and you're taking down dinner essentially. Like I, I had to fight a giant turkey ship. Yeah. At some point, it was really fun. Uh, except the gimmick with this one is that you could play it like Star Fox, where you you are controlling ships. Um, 
essentially you're playing in a big fleet of ships so if your ship goes down you just transfer to another ship uh it's really cool or you could play it as an rts there is a rts mode where you could just kind of like control everybody at once um i'm not an rts player so i stuck with the Star Fox stuff um it was fun i really dug it uh and then kelsey played repertoire, repertoire. um it's kind of like a just a piano game on the on mobile um it was fun i will i will definitely say that for tiny hands it is a little difficult um it's made to be like you're actually playing a piano so like you have to hold the keys and you have to hold them just to the right precise second and you can't leave your fingers on the phone Mm. yeah it's it's classical piano guitar here yeah nice yeah um which i think they will i think it's currently in beta um i i also played it last night i have it downloaded on my phone now um yeah the, i played some of the early levels it's super fun yeah it has that like that guitar hero feel yeah. to it um and i was like you know what whatever this is easy let me go down to the last the the final song man it ramps up yeah it go gets into like really fast chords where you have to hold like four notes at the same time and like shift your hand around and stuff it's real intense and they do have like a slow down mode if you don't do well enough yeah. to move on yeah oh, nice. it was fun okay yeah uh, and then the final game I played, uh, I believe it was by a college student. I didn't catch his name because he was kind of running around all over the place. He had uh, a sleeping bag. He had a sleeping bag, yeah. Uh, called Smush. Uh, it was a four-player deathmatchy kind of game, very similar to Towerfall. It felt it played like Towerfall except without the shooting. So okay. it was literally just um, like just jumping on people's jumping heads on and people. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you very, had like, to have four players. Yeah, you had to have four players. Very like beautiful art style of like very high, or, like erratic, distorted CRT, fucking wild warping craziness. If any of that made just sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, you play as uh, little tomatoes, and you have to like smash up tomatoes or carrots or oh, something. Yeah, just different. Uh, fruits yeah, there were and uh, vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he was part of the graffiti games that LGBTQ oh, cool. uh, that that play NYC was doing. Yeah, they yeah. highlighted a couple. Yeah, like, awesome. NYC gamers was were there. We hit them up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun, but yeah, uh, there weren't a lot of people playing, so um, I I just kind of like fucked around with. Just like moving around the map and just like fucking around with the mechanics a little bit. I think he the the dev played with me a little bit. Yeah, because it he he hopped in, uh, and then two other people hopped in because yeah. they're like other people weren't joining. So. Yeah, it was cool. He had like four CRTs set up like in the middle of the the hall on milk crates on milk crates oh, and uh, with SNES controllers. That sounds yeah. so cool. Yeah, it was really dope. Yeah, um, that was all that we played. The the last thing I want to shout out. Uh, that we didn't get to play, but we were talking to the devs a little bit, which now I have to find my notes app. Um, Reverie Rebirth. Uh, it's a turn-based RPG um, where you specifically can only play as bards. So it's a very oh, musical nice. turn-based RPG. Um, they had food. They had food and like grapes and. They had cheese and crackers, but yeah. the cheese and crackers were gone. They had little shots of some i think like green smoothie or something yeah yeah nice. that's it 
that was playing NYC. It was really fun. I really can't wait for next year. It was such a cool experience. They gave um, out free Red Bull. They gave out free Red Bull. Thank <laughs> God. Um, yeah, it, it's a especially not really knowing about it until getting that random email one day. Yeah. I'm glad that we uh, we actually followed up and reached out and that we were able to get in and seriously again yeah. play play crafting thank you so much for yeah seriously letting us come and hang out for the day and giving us the chance giving us the chance to do it that's awesome giving us the free red bull <laughs> yeah it's just and a, obviously uh, to all the devs seriously also everybody there has there were not there wasn't a single dev that was like a dick or anything to us or like right. mean or just mean-spirited um everybody was super nice and just very chatty in like the best way possible and like actually were excited and passionate about their games and really seemed like they give a shit and it's it's inspiring seeing that kind of stuff and that's what makes video games really cool is that the love for the art form is really really out there nice uh yeah. and this is every august it seems like seems like it yeah yeah that's awesome i, can't I know wait play for crafting had something at pax other than the when we had our party they had a party too yeah, see, playcrafting seems to do a lot of events yeah. throughout the year. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, we'll you know we'll keep an eye on them, see if they're doing anything else in New York anytime soon. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, nice. Um, si- since we're going a, a little late, uh, do we just want to do a, like a couple of viewer questions, and we'll save my topic for next episode? Yeah, let's save your topic for next yeah. episode. We'll hit yeah, those viewer questions. Your boy Absolutely. is shot after all Same. that talking. Yeah, I'm tired too. <laughs> all right. Um, let me pull up the tweeter questions. Tweeter. Tweeter. Um, our first tweeter question, actually, our. Oh, no. We have more than one. Uh, this isn't really a question, it's more of a demand to discuss. Uh, Tom Caswell, oh, great free Tom. Pineapple on pizza. And then I, said, answer on the pod, you cowards. <laughs> All right. Absolutely not. Full disclosure, I have not tried it, but I have no desire to. It hot, sounds gross. I'm not about hot, hot pineapple. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. I'm too tired to care. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I love you, Tom. <laughs> I, I'm not about hot pineapple with salty ham and, like, sauce. Like, that's gross. Uh, but a grilled pineapple slice, oh, I could, I would kill for that. Especially because that's got sugar in it. Um, next question comes from my other podcast or my, or Aaron, uh, it's tales from the cryptid or just Aaron in the wrong account. Um, you have one, you have a week to spend $1 million. How do you do it? One week, huh? I buy a house in cash. Yeah. I buy a car. Yeah. In cash. Um, I build a studio in the house. What if the house already has a studio? Well, no, I would. It wouldn't be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I would build it to my liking. Uh, I mean, I would buy ten Pomeranians. <laughs> Why ten one wiener dog? Because nine is not enough. Got it. That's all you had to say. Pay off my student debt. I that. mean, yeah, that's the first thing that that's, that's my head. The big one. <laughs> all all my debt, credit cards, student loan, bye bye. Buy my mom a house. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably bring bring uh, my nieces to Disney. I think buy I would Disney. just bring them to buy Disney. You cannot buy Disney for one I could probably dollars. buy like a patch of grass outside of Disney for a million dollars. Yeah, right. 
Um, Buy a vacation home. Yeah. Mm. How about let's just go on vacation? That's what I would do. Yeah, but you have one week to spend it all. I would yeah. I would just pre-book all of my stuff, like yeah. pay for it in advance. For sure. Buy Riot Fest. Yeah. Oh my god. They wouldn't allow it. <laughs> Your eyes just got massive. Um one month until Riot Fest is over. Why, Mike? <laughs> why? Um I'm shocked that I didn't get a response from them for that tweet earlier. Yeah. All right. No, we have a lot of uh group chat questions. Caesar said, to be topical, best Tarantino movie. Inglorious Bastards, hand down. Hands Same. down. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the one. I haven't seen the I've... new one yet. From Dust Till Dawn, is that one? No, Ooh, no, that's not. the wrong thing. Uh, new one is fine. I guess I could have mentioned that also, that I, I saw that. Okay. It's, it's fine. I don't know what it's called. They're in, like, Mexico. It's George Clooney and... No, not that is from Dust Till Dawn, but it's not Tarantino. That's not Tarantino? That's not Tarantino? No. Oh, He's okay. in the movie, but I don't think he directed it. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's why I'm confused. I don't it's know what It's from Robert Rodriguez, I've... right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> oh, Pulp Fiction. I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. Really? Yeah. It's really good. Um, I didn't like Hateful Eight. Oh, uh, shout out to Django. I love Django. Django's didn't great. see it. It's good. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about, crazy about how you It was too eat. long. Um, yeah, that, you wouldn't like the new one. Hmm. It's long. Well. It's slow. I'm a big fan of my girl Mar- Margo. She's barely in it. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Harry. Nothing. I'll stop. His question is, favorite weather? Snow. Well, hoodie winter. weather. Summer. Uh, the current see- weather we have now minus the rain. Yeah, no. Get, bring me to. Uh, it's like eighty. Bundle up in a sweatshirt and a blanket. Nah. Give me the snow, because oh, yeah. I'm a big boy. I can't take. There's a certain level of clothes that I can take off that I'm comfortable at. Mm-hmm. Winter just pile it more on. That's that's <laughs> that's what I want. All right. I like fall hoodie weather. Just yeah, kind of fall is nice too. Roam around. <clears throat> I like the beginning of fall. The Before end of fall is yeah. Yeah. The end of fall is just too cold. Yeah. Um, that sounds like the end of a movie trilogy blockbuster series. The end yeah, of right? fall. Um, With Gerard Butler. Butler, for sure. <laughs> I was about to say Gerard Way. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there's pause. <laughs> uh, Caesar's next question is favorite tooth. Favorite tooth? I'm, I'm partial to canines because they're like little vampire teeth. Oh, let's see if anyone recognizes this reference. Timmy the Tooth. Oh, oh my God. The, <laughs> the homeboy. Yeah. That's why I brush. Hey, absolutely. I used to watch I that VHS say, on repeat. Mm-hmm. My my mom's dentist calls it Toof. Like T-O-O-F. Toofuses? And what's even better about that? Her name is Dr. Chu. Oh man! This is a real human. I'm gonna that give a shout can't out. be real. Nope, it is. I'm gonna give a shout out to the fallen wisdom teeth. R.I.P. Oh, I still have mine. They they helped me terrify that little girl. I think I said the story on the podcast. I don't know. No. All right, quick story time. <laughs> Tell us about <clears throat> your teeth. So I went to go get my wisdom teeth taken out. Uh, they gave me the shots, you know, the Novocaine, they gave me the gas. I was really fucking high and fucked up and numb and all that fun stuff. Uh, I got two out at the the same time. So like two and two. So it was two separate appointments. So the first time got, yeah, the right two out. 
they put me into the recovery room and the recovery room is yeah you told me this yeah uh the recovery room is right directly in the middle in between the uh the the office lobby and the actual like surgery rooms mm-hmm. so people going from the lobby to the actual like dentist area they have to pass the recovery room uh the door was open to the recovery room there's a little girl that walked into the lobby i overheard her very scared because the dentist is really scary and terrifying yeah we all know this uh she walks past the recovery room and she looks at me who again at this moment i am very high i am very numb i don't know what the fuck planet i'm on mm-hmm. uh and she looks at me and i smile and blood pours out of my face <laughs> out of, just, yes. just dripping out of my mouth all over my shirt everywhere i don't feel it i don't know what's going on she screams and runs out and i am just sitting there curious to why this little girl is so frightened yeah all you do is smile all i do is smile like a fucking horror movie end of story time that's amazing alright well Zyger hit us with a lot of questions and these are great Zyger it's least fucking 11.49 and p.m. oh it wasn't when he asked them if you could make Zyger, one mythical it was 9 o'clock. <laughs> if you can make one mythical creature exist in nature what would it be Ooh. the jangly man <laughs> oh jangly. oh dear <laughs> <laughs> oh dear no uh, that's the, the one of the monsters from scary stories right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh me and a coworker were talking about earlier she was like yeah the jingle man is fucking terrifying i was like man i wish i i want to be the jingle man the one day jingle man. <laughs> just oh create jingles out of my fucking pocket uh, mythical creature i'm mythical gonna go with creature. a hippogriff okay that's pretty good yeah i would like a pegasus nice yeah man hippogriff is pretty fucking cool uh, give me Buckbeak in real life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to stick with the Jangly Man because I can't think of anything <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, why aren't you playing Fire Emblem Three Houses? I had never heard of it before y'all started talking about it because, you know. Have you ever heard of Fire Emblem? Sure. <clears throat> Smash, Marth, Roy. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Ike. Okay. I don't know why I'm not playing. Uh I'm not I'm playing because I'm too tired to play. I need some more energy and some downtime. Because we're recording, Zyger. Yeah. I am very interested in it. But my problem with Fire Emblem games is that I get super into them for like three hours. And then I just stop. And This, this will be my first Fire Emblem game. See, I want to give it a shot because yeah. of the Game of Thrones and Harry Potter comparisons. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But also... It's towards the end of August, and Man of Madonna is coming out, and Control is coming out. Yeah. And those are very high on the list right now. Yep. So, suck Man, it. Man of Madonna is currently pre-ordered and waiting to be installed. I am very excited. Is that out soon? It's like fucking next week. Oh, God. I, I think. pre-order it myself. Uh, maybe two weeks. I, I think it's the same week as Control. I think it's the same day as Control. Oh, nice. Okay. And also fucking Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. Which, god damn it, we're we're like August is barely ending, and we're already fucking into that fall season. Uh, Man of Medan is August thirtieth. Yeah, that's the same day as Blair Witch, and Control is the twenty seventh. It must be the Tuesday before. Yeah, I think it's the same week. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Out of fucking nowhere. And then you, and then September ramps up. Borderlands three, Link's Awakening. Oh man, not enough time in a day. Also, I think, isn't Astral Chain that same week as Control? August stuff? 30th, I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I'm skipping Astral Chain, but same. Yeah, it's, it doesn't seem like my kind of game. Uh, so his next question, and buckle up for this one: mm. Who has a bigger dick, Hulk, Thanos, or Ant Man when he's enlarged? <laughs> Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's Ant Man. It's easy. Like uh-huh. what I. I think I think I would argue that Thanos has the smallest of the three. Yeah, Over he's making up for it with his, his, yeah. his snapping. Yeah. Um. Uh. Next question: What the actual fuck is wrong with King Cake Baby? I don't know. He's terrifying. Let's move on, please. Yeah, and that was followed by <laughs> he, Kaylee. He one of the scary stories. Kaylee followed that up with, "What the actual fuck is wrong with the Pelicans?" I had She's no idea. very, very upset over King Cake Baby. Yeah. Like, and, she and is going on. She doesn't know how to live. If you're listening this to this and you have no idea what King Cake Baby is, just do a quick Google search and then you yep. will be on our side. Like, it should not yeah. exist. Pelicans King Cake Baby. Terrifying. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, next question is, you get a million dollars. We're getting a lot of money oh, this man. episode. You get a million dollars, but your phone will forever be at 1% and will never die, but will never charge past 1% oh, God. and will constantly ask you to charge it. This will go on with any phone you will ever own. Would you do it? Yeah, of yes. course. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Absolutely. Yeah. Who asked that? These are all Zyger. What the fuck is wrong with you, Zyger? <laughs> <laughs> well, that leads to the next one. What is your favorite internal organ? I'm partial to my lungs. My lungs have been shit my entire life, so... Yeah. Brain? I mean, it's also been kind of shit my entire <laughs> well, my life. My brain sucks. Uh, shout out to my heart for keep pumping. I'm going to yeah. go heart. Shout out to the heart. Yeah. My favorite external organism is skin. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, skin. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you get burned all the, all, all the time. Yeah. Shout out to the phalanges. <laughs> I just wanted to say phalanges. Okay. They're not organs. <laughs> nope. Um, how come only nine out of ten dentists recommend a certain brand of toothpaste? What ha- what does the tenth dentist have against the others? The other nine, shoot them. <laughs> the tenth dentist just likes candy. Uh, or that tenth dentist got his degree on mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, along with like the uh, marriage people. Yeah, I was gonna talk- ministers. There we go. I was gonna make a joke and talk shit about an online only institution but i won't do that i almost <laughs> said the name of one too i was like no yeah I'm not do no i'm not gonna do that because i'm sure it's a wonderful place yeah, yeah. um this is an actual internet, one what snes game would you like to see come to the switch first oh that's Oof. easy i've i never experienced chrono trigger in full oh, okay. so that is my that's my pick <sighs> i don't i don't know Probably, I mean, like the easy answers would be Super Metroid or Super Mario World. I would, I mean, granted, I'm biased, but I love to see the original Star Fox, NBA Jam, NBA Jam, uh, Mario RPG. Mm. That'd be good. Super Punch Out. Man, they need to start bringing SNES. <laughs> Yeah, they do. So this fucking thing. <laughs> they are, you see these games they're bringing to the NES app? They're fucking, they're running out of room. Or they're running out of ideas. Uh, I, I I haven't seen them, though. Is this, yeah, not great. Great. 
Um, and Zyger's last question, what's for dinner? And if it's not pizza, what the fuck? You have a brand to keep. What are you doing? If uh, it is pizza, what what topping? I absolutely did have pizza before recording. Nice. Um, I had uh, two and a half slices because I took too many pieces. Uh, meatball, pepperoni, and then just extra cheese. Delicious. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm on keto, so I can't have pizza, but oh, I had... Oh, no. I had uh, a really nice piece of salmon, simple salmon, and uh, some cauliflower. Salmon. I had the usual grilled cheese fries. Nice. Grilled cheese and fries, not grilled cheese fries. No, I, 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 I'm picturing a grilled cheese fry. No, grilled cheese fries. Yeah. That would be really cool. Grilled cheese fries. Grilled cheese fries. Girl. Grilled cheese, cheese, cheese fries. fries. Um, yeah, so that's that's all our questions we have. Sweet. Let's Thanks to this. everyone who <laughs> sent in a question. Yeah. Um, um, I'd like to apologize because I have hit my head on the mic no fewer than five times. It shouldn't pick it up. If it does, I apologize. Why I keep hitting my head when it's like I know what I'm doing? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. That's been Dollar Slice Podcast episode number nine. Uh, you can follow this show at Dollar Slice Pod on Twitter. Um, do we want to tease the thing that you've been working on this week, Mike? Uh, let's just say oh, that. What? Oh, oh. We? Yeah. Uh, let's just say that you might be able to read about some Play NYC stuff and about some of my music stuff and maybe something Kelsey wrote soon oh. on a place on the yeah. internet. Ooh. And maybe there will be a place Six. where you could really see what we're doing for like Comic Con and like an easy way to access yeah. stuff like that. And... Yeah. Very exciting. Did uh, I make it obvious enough? <laughs> I, I, dot I don't think com. so. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, I make it obvious enough? Dot com. Love it. There it is. Uh, oh, actually, that's the announcement. Is that a real? Hold on. Let me see if that's a real website. Yeah, look it up. Be careful. Did I make that? Obvious. No, make it obvious. Make enough. it obvious. Sorry. Oh man, I hope it. Uh, this site can't be reached. Okay. Oh. oh. Get that domain. There it is. Uh, you can follow my show, all about the kind of funny community. Best friends talk funny at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter and Best Friends Talk Funny wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I'm hopefully gonna get that going again in the next couple of weeks. Like I've I've mentioned before, this summer has sucked, both health-wise and just work-wise. And I can't even bear to think about doing episodes right now. So those will hopefully be coming out soon. Um, last episode I think I did was with our lovely Jess Howard, who was on last uh, episode of Dollar Slice Pod. So go check that Ooh. out. It's fantastic. Um, Mike, what do you got to pimp out? Well, yeah, I'm yawning. Um, <laughs> uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I am done recording the r-wings album uh it is releasing on september 13th 2019 yes that's the same day as borderlands i did not think of that but it's okay um it's called i promise it'll be okay is a very personal record it's a very sad record is a record about all the people who've hurt me in the past whether it was physically hurting me, emotionally hurting me, literally cheating on me, or just fucking me over, um, and just dealing, and, you know, just, like, yeah, dealing with all that, and, like, coming to terms with it, and 
reminding myself that yeah everything will be okay no matter how fucked up things can get um something i keep saying is i've poured literal blood sweat and tears into this thing because i'm literally doing it all by myself and doing a record by yourself takes a lot of work um not to mention the subject matter uh, is mentally and emotionally taxing so i am very excited about it uh i'm very excited to get it out to the world and for you guys to hear it and um I have two weeks left on the Kickstarter. Uh, it's already fully funded. We're about double the the, the goal, which is fucking insane. Um, but I have a few more stretch goals set up. I want to. I really want to crush the rest of these stretch goals. There's no reason that we can't crush them because we have two weeks left. Uh, we are like sixty-seven bucks away from the next one, which is a hip-hop and pop cover album, which I really want to do. Uh, and then after that we i will set up a album release show with a couple friends uh and then after that is actual legit like cds um so go check out the kickstarter you can find that at arwings music on instagram and twitter um yeah i think that's it um just thank this, you to everybody what about this whole like uh play through pokemon stuff i don't know what you're talking about oh. um <laughs> Yeah, that too. I run another podcast in the Kind of NYC podcast family called Limited Edition. We are currently playing through all the Pokemon games leading up to Sword and Shield. We just played Pokemon Black and White, which in the past was always like one of my least favorite Pokemons. But playing it as an adult, it's now my favorite Pokemon game so far, which is fucking crazy. Um, so, the, yeah, the last episode of Black and White was with Irrational Passion's own Alex O'Neill who was also on our Kingdom Hearts series. Um, and then next month, we are bringing Jessica from Irrational Passions, you know, Yay. Jessica Cox, Jessica Howard, um, to play Black and White 2. Uh, and related to the very obvious news that I was teasing earlier, dot com, uh, there will be some news uh, coming out about Limited Edition along with the other news nice. and other podcast stuff. And all, you know, the, 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 the one hub, you may say, to find everything. Did we spell it out for you? <laughs> uh, Kelsey, you're Hi. Up. Hi. I'm watching a video of a puppy. Oh, nice. Um, so I am running my small business. I got my uh, website up and running the domain. Very exciting. Uh, MeltedPins.com. Um yeah, you can find me there uh, at Melted Pins on the Twitters, the Instagram, the what's the other thing? Facebook. There we go. Um, uh, at Kelsey Lynn ten thirty one on Twitter, at Kelsey Lynn dot ten thirty one on Instagram, and also the new episode, actually the first episode of mine and Aaron Thatcher's new podcast, uh, Tales from the Cryptid premieres tomorrow actually at the uh time of when we post this um if i remember uh, i will yeah (laughs) now you have to because i said it's tomorrow um yeah we talk about we talk (laughs) about (laughs) uh cryptozoology uh spooky things in a in a funny way and uh Aaron does a Southern Dracula. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. 
So you should listen to the first episode all the way through. Uh, our first episode is on the Mothman. So that is that is fun. That's uh, it's exciting. a short episode too. The first one it's about forty three minutes. So nice, nice. Um, also, and hey, I, I so good. I I completely <laughs> forgot if you like PlayStation uh, at PS Trophy Room. I yeah, co-host that. that with Joe, Mister Badbit, every single so week. And you're giving uh, me shit about limited edition. Yeah, you know what? It's now Saturday morning at 12.03 a.m. Yeah, PS Trophy Room uh, every single week on Thursdays. We bring you the latest and greatest in PlayStation news. And you can find the video version over on Bad Bit Games on YouTube. Uh, Shout out to Joe. He just got 3,000 subscribers on the channel. Proud of you, buddy. Um, And you can listen to that podcast wherever you can. And um, real quick, we also have a... uh, we added another podcast to our little family, Cantina Conversations. Um, I don't know if that episode is live yet, but it's a Star Wars no, podcast. Soon. Uh, yeah. August 29th. I don't know. Sweet. I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, just to add another fucking thing to that goddamn week beaming. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> but that has another uh, a great group of, of kind of funny best friends just talking Star Wars. Uh, so you can go and search for can- Cantina conversation and uh find it out there and yeah. soon you'll fa- be able to find out where to listen to that on a certain dot com dot com real soon as soon as people like willie <coughs> beeman gets me a fucking podcast description to put on said dot com <laughs> will come on will come on will. And as soon as two other people give me pictures to put on said dot com kelsey and kyle and as oh, soon as i get shit. a podcast description for tales of the cryptid kelsey <laughs> What? Wait, you know, yell like at just, Aaron for that one. It's not like I just built an entire redacted <laughs> by myself in two days. I Hey, yeah, Aaron can do the description. I drew the picture. I also made you a fucking theme song. Hey, that's the other thing I'm about. Thank you. I love you. You're the best. <laughs> yeah, so we got, we got like a full week of podcasts here. We got this um, Saturdays, every other Saturday. Uh, Tales is Sundays. When's limited edition? Uh, every first Friday of the month, but that Again, might so change soon. Friday. Uh, Kyle. I try to hit got Monday Thursday mornings. And Monday. Yeah. And Cantina's got Thursday. Oh, boy. I'm glad, I'm glad that just Tuesday conveniently Wednesday. worked Laid out. Laid out that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I didn't think about that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. We only did Tales on Sunday because nobody does Sundays. Yeah. That way you got awesome. it from Monday morning work commute. That's Look fantastic. That. The kind of NYC podcast family, only yeah. at redacted.com. Yay. Oh, man. Now I feel bad. I'll find a picture and send it to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to use my Facebook picture. And a bio, please. Yes, sir. Uh, eh. I guess we should end the episode with a pizza recommendation. Uh, just go to your local Michelangelo's. I'm sure you have one near you. And go grab some pizza there. I was going to just give a shout out to Georgie at Peeville Pizza and right up the street from here in Pleasantville. He's a crazy motherfucker. Nice. Shout out to That's you, Georgie. It. Yeah, Georgie's George's the homie. I have we a picture of him in my office. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, From before my time, but there's just a picture of Georgie uh, printed out on black and white printer paper. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. See you later, friends. Bye. Bye, Bye Georgie. Bye, Georgie.